This is Val. This is Shannon. And this is Paint Notes. Welcome back. This is uh, episode four. Holy smokes. I know. It seems four like... under our belts. I know. Well, we well, haven't finished four yet. And, yeah, and yeah. This, uh... So speaking of three. Speaking of three. We kind of somehow dropped the ball. I don't know what happened with it. It was a little funky. I'm really the loud. Audio and I was kind of muffled. That was, yeah. And Jeremy did his best. God bless. He just <laughs> he tried, tried to, to even it out. And that's as, <laughs> as best as he could do. Um, I think the problem that I had was I am very animated when I talk and I move my head around and I look at Jeremy and I look at Shannon and I just need to focus on speaking into the microphone. So that's my issue. So hopefully this week the audio problems will be better. Yep. We will help poor, sweet, overworked Jeremy do our part. Because we don't want you guys to think that we're not as into this as we were with episode one, because yeah. we totally are. We're we totally so are. excited yeah. to get together on Sunday evenings yes. when we record and set up. We have a little uh, uh, session. Pre-pod yeah. sesh. Where we, where we talk about <laughs> what we're going to talk about, and um, and then we talk about it. And then we talk about it some more. That's right. And then we record it. That's right. And so, then yeah. we talk about maybe not talking about too many things that we talked about previously. Yeah. Just Holy stick smokes. to one or two. It That's could a lot be of talking about. about. Yeah. So, um, anyway. I think the title of this one should be, let's give them something to talk, talk about. Talk about. Oh, oh there we go. Good job. I mean, we leave that to Jeremy, we but will. still, we little hint, Jeremy. You can put that in the <laughs> final. So, anyway, so, so anyway. just a little apology for last uh, episode. The content was great. Yeah. It just sounded a little off, but that's okay because, yeah. uh, you we know, Jeremy is the week, highest paid producer in showbiz right now. Which in means, this room. Oh, yeah. He gets Highest nothing. Pay, he gets he paid. Gets nothing. He, yeah. he actually gets double our salary, which is <laughs> also zero. So, you know. <laughs> so, on the, moving on. Um, oh, we want to talk about this because, COVID. honestly, how could we not? Coronavirus. Again. COVID-19. Whatever you want to call it. The flu. Oh, the... The flu that isn't the flu. The it's not the China flu. It's not the China virus. I don't care what Mr. Donald Trump says. He is wrong, wrong, so wrong. Stop listening to that man. I'm just saying. That's just my humble opinion. Okay. And let's preface today's. Uh, we didn't do this last time. I don't think we are not medical professionals. We well, are not offering right. any medical that's advice. Right. We didn't bing, say bing, that bing. last time. But you know, if you listen to our last one, it, it applies. We like to say it every time. So, and this is not political either. No. Um, You know, we have our views. Every single person on the planet has their views about... And we respect anybody's anybody's view. Um, We're not going to call you dumb or stupid or say you're wonderful because you have views, different views than we do. Um, Matter of fact, Val and I could have different views from each other. We don't. We don't. But we could. (laughs) We do. We don't. So anyway, not often do we ever have the opposing not views. Often. Not often. That's what makes this click. So but, the coronavirus yeah. is, is um, hitting home with us as well. There have yes. been phone calls from the office about who's coming in, who's not coming in. Non-essential um, visits that's have right. been canceled. Yep. Annual exams. We see our OBs, of course, anything that's urgent. We are doing telehealth, which I think a lot of people, I think, in the country are going to get started with this. And what it is is um, sometimes your doctor can do FaceTime. We're not doing 
some I, we might be doing FaceTime. I don't know. Our boss mentioned FaceTime, but telehealth is when um, the provider will call you at a certain time. You book your appointment, but you are at home, at your office, wherever it's convenient for you to be at a certain time. And then we call you as close to that exact time as possible. Uh, one of us will call a nurse or a medical assistant will call and get your, um, it's called a review of systems. So what's going on with you today? What's the problem? Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? We turn it over to the provider and they do a semi-virtual type visit on the phone. We can, of course, do a physical exam. So anything requiring an actual physical exam, you'd, you'd have to come into the office if it's urgent or something like that where we need to see you. Otherwise, we do everything over the phone, give you a refill, pre prescribe um, uh, medicines if needed, and then we'll bring you back in a few weeks down the road whenever we think this thing is going to, you know, blow over. Blow over. Hopefully, it'll be soon. So um, this is very new for our practice. Yes. Uh, this past week was the first time we initiated it. Rolled it um, out. And... I, however, have been doing this at the VA probably for the last year, year and a half, mm -hmm. which is very nice for me because my schedule is not as flexible to go in and just see the doctor. And especially if it's something that I just, you know, I need a referral. I need medication renewed, you know, something like that. So it's a wonderful thing. Yes. If your physician offers it at this time, take, take advantage. advantage of it. Yes. Especially because if it's something that you're not sure of, a fever, a cough, a sore throat, those are things that you want to talk to someone about, but mm -hmm. maybe not go in and urgent um, care, or, urgent care or your doctor's office and get anybody else um, infected if it's something that's um, highly contagious. And they are suggesting you call your primary care provider in that instance anyway. So if they can do a televisit or a FaceTime visit, a virtual visit, however they want to word it, if they can do that, they can screen you properly. And if you need to be sent to urgent care or to screening for COVID or something like that, then that's the first step you should take because the urgent cares and the ERs are being just overrun. Um, so we want to leave that for pre people that it's absolutely necessary. First step, primary care. On our case, we are OBGYN. So anything along those lines, you would contact us. Um, we cannot bring you into the office for everybody's sake, our sake and yours and the general public. We're being encouraged to not go out among people, which I think everybody should be doing. Everybody should be listening and heeding. I see a lot of younger people, especially that are just not heeding that advice. And it's just um, it's scary. It is scary. And it's, it's to protect people that um, uh, you might be in contact with. I see, I just read in the news that some University of Tampa students, five of them, went away on spring break. They're young. They don't think they can happen to them. And they came back from spring break and all five of them tested positive for the COVID-19. There was another one that traveled abroad. They have come back, University of Tampa as well. They've tested positive for COVID-19. So it can affect almost any age group. Any age group. And the, and you might have very mild symptoms if you get it if you're younger, but are you exposing your parents, your grandparents, somebody with a um, diminished uh, immune system, somebody who's immunosuppressed, you don't know who you're going to come into contact with. So staying socially isolated you know it's the for benefit of everybody i think this thing is going to get worse before it gets better so whatever we can do to flatten that curve like everybody's talking about the better off everybody will be you know there's enough opportunities of of finding interesting things to do online these yes. days i mean imagine if it was 1984 when val and i 
or 85 when yeah. Val and I graduated from high school and this happened, we'd be lost. We'd be playing tic-tac-toe. We'd, we'd be, be playing yeah. Monopoly. You can we'd still be, do the internet. Yes. You can still so, you can still go outside. Go for walks. I went to the go park to, today. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I, I'm sure you guys have figured out we're in Florida. So today I went by the park. We were just kind of driving through town to see what was happening. There's hardly anybody out in their cars. Mm -hmm. But there were a ton of people at the park and so everybody was kind of like in their own little pod and I saw the cutest two families they were picnicking together and they were six feet apart and so that is okay yes you can do all of those things as yes. long as the kids can kind of stay apart you know and you can keep them on mm -hmm. your blanket you know make it a game um but uh you know that's kind of the life we're living right now that's our it's that's going to be our norm. normal for a while yeah so and, we just you know, have to follow have the advice about this over and over again and we're not trying to beat a dead horse but if you live under a rock and you listen to us then here's God your bless. little dose <laughs> of, of coronavirus yeah. info just if you haven't heard the you know i don't know anybody who hasn't heard the advice on what to do and um you hear people say oh it's not in my area it's not back where i'm from it's not in my area it's not well they um i live i'm from up north um pennsylvania area on the new york state border and they have just uh, closed the border between new york and pennsylvania at this time you can only get back and forth if you work and you have this note um so and it does affect every age group um, maybe not as, like I said, maybe the symptoms are milder or something. If you're younger, if you have something underlying though, that you're not aware of, if you're younger, it just, it's safe, better safe than sorry. And then they have the hashtag, I stay home for my parents, my grandparents, my whatever. But, you know, I believe puzzle sales are going through the roof. Everybody's suddenly <laughs> yes. discovered the, the right. wonder and the magic of putting puzzles together. Right. So board games, puzzles, the internet is a wealth of entertainment um, you can still do all of those things. You can still go outside and get fresh air. Nobody's saying you have to be inside away from people. Just, you can be outside, just away from people. Away from people. <laughs> away That's from right. people. Just in your own little bubble. coming towards you on the sidewalk, maybe go across on the other side. I mean, we're not trying to make everybody crazy, but just Still be... wave to your neighbors. Yes. Say hi to your neighbors. Yeah. Just keep that distance. That's right. You can be still walk your dogs. You can and, still... Yeah. Yeah. And try just, not to let this affect wash you, your hands. you mentally too much. If, if you find, though, that it mm. is something that's really starting to stress you out, yes. and maybe, um, you know, the anxiety is... You know, you're just feeling like you're not able to function. There are um, so many resources. So many resources. Mental health professionals that you can phone. Um, they do virtual visits as virtual well vi with mental visits. health professionals. Get somebody Correct. on the phone if you're crying all the time. If you just feel like everybody's making you so angry, that could be an underlying condition that maybe someone mm -hmm. with mental health experience can help you with. Correct. Do not sit in your room. Or in your home alone and just stew about this. No. Reach out and, and talk to somebody. FaceTime somebody. Yes, absolutely. Talk to your neighbors across the street. Hey, how's it going? Go outside. Do yeah. your gardening. Do your yard work. Don't sit in your house. Right. Like I said on the last podcast, social <laughs> isolation, something I've been doing for years. So I'm not really bothered by this. I don't go out. I'm not a social person per se. I used to be. But... It's not really, I'm like, oh, I'm totally cool with staying away from people because that's what I do. Other than at work, that's what I do anyway. But yeah, you you will have people who are going to go stir crazy and it's, yeah, go outside, walk, 
anything. As long as you have that buffer of space around you where you're not physically touching people, coming into contact, you can do it. If you have to go get groceries, just be mindful. Don't pick anything up if you don't want to buy it. Wipe down the handles of your grocery cart, which you would be doing anyway. You know, just be extra mindful of things. Hand sanitizer, hand washing, that type of thing. And just for goodness sakes, only take one package of toilet, of toilet paper. paper and one loaf of bread at a time for the Everybody love of Pete. It. We all need it. You don't need 500 rolls of toilet That's paper. Right. I'm sorry. So that was a little deep. And uh, maybe this next thing we're going to talk about, we're, obviously just, this yeah. is not going to be light this week. Um, just yeah. some things we want to get out there because, again, we started this to talk about vaginas and issues with vaginas and... Um, you know, as we age, things can make so many changes. Correct. That's why we started this. Mm-hmm. So along those lines, tonight we want to talk about um, incontinence. Yes. So I looked up a statistic today, and, um, and incontinence can affect an estimated 15 million adult women just in the United States alone. That is astronomical. It is astronomical. Number. It is crazy. crazy. So we know it's a big deal. I I especially know it's a big deal because that's what I do. That's who I talk to every she, day. That's that's my wheelhouse. Almost exclusively that's who right. she deals with every day. So um, it I, shouldn't be this common. Right. It shouldn't be allowed to continue. Yes, exactly. With people just thinking, oh, this is You don't have to be incontinent. You don't have to be incontinent. My mom was incontinent. My grandma was incontinent. I mean, we don't know anybody that isn't. And they're just like, I'll just wear pads. I'll just wear the briefs. I'll just wear, you know, any type. You don't have to. So I told the um, one of our providers at work, I said, you know, I'm going to take your business card and I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to stick it on every pair and every bag of briefs and pads at <laughs> yes. the store. They should call you. I said, because we can help them. Yes. And most ladies think nothing can help them. That this just the way it is. Right. And yes. This is how I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is um, that but, there are things to help, pardon me, to help you. But most ladies there are don't some know simple how to things. get it. There's some simple so things. So simple. Um, <clears throat> diet. Diet is a big cause of incontinence, and we offer, it's called a bladder-friendly diet at our office. Uh, Things to avoid, things to do, don't drink any liquids after 7 p.m. If you have to take medications, just take a sip. Um, Avoid caffeine, um, avoid tomatoes, avoid all these other things. Spicy foods. Spicy foods. Bananas. Yes. Strawberries. Yes. Chocolate. It seems like a lot. terrible, but I promise you, if you... Let's let's say, for instance, <clears throat> that you come in and talk to me and you're like, I have three cups of coffee a day and then I finish the day off with two two uh, cans of soda. What kind of soda? Oh, caffeinated, caffeinated soda. soda. Well, I can tell you that you're probably having a hard time making it to the restroom yes. without leaking. Oh, yeah, you're right. Caffeine well, is a diuretic. I, that's exactly right. Here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to cut back. Those sodas in the evening and the afternoon, stop. The coffee that you're having three cups a day of, let's maybe try one. One. Flip over and maybe have some water the rest of the day. Yes. Water is so good for you. Yes. Caffeine is not your friend. Coffee 
tea. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, I just drink tea. No, it tea still has, has caffeine, caffeine in it. Yes. Some yes. people say it has more caffeine than coffee. So these things are not healthy if you're leaking. That's that's the very first thing you that's, can do to make a change. And that's the easiest thing you can do. And then eliminate those. If your symptoms get better, maybe try adding one or two back. If you have the concern again, if you start leaking again, eliminate that and add something else in. You'll be amazed what, what a difference you, yeah. it makes. And it's so simple. And you're sitting there, I know, saying, no chocolate? No caffeine, That's no crazy. coffee. crazy. What am I supposed how to do? I, yes, how am I supposed to do? What's the point? What's the point if I have to give up all of that? Well, you're not going to be leaking. Right. So your quality of life is going to improve. Maybe add back a little chocolate at a here time, and there. Just a little bit at a time. Yes. You know, of one thing or the other. Find what is the specific right. cause. Yes. What is making it so difficult for Correct. you? Correct. And the other thing you have got to do, we have to do this as women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's something we should talk about from the time we get our period until, until we yes. die. Yes. Is you have got to do Kegels. You have a muscle inside your vagina. Your it's vagina like is any other made muscle up on with your muscles. Body. It has got to be worked out. You go to the gym, you walk every morning, you're taking care of your outside body, you have got to take care of your inside mm, body. So we have a, um, a paper at work and it talks about the easiest way to do a Kegel. And I can tell you that everybody has a different idea of how this works. Yes. But this is the easiest way and it uses the correct muscles. Yes. So what the paper says, imagine you're at a party mm. and you have to pass gas. And you don't As want, we do. That's right. There's people <laughs> all around you, and you do not want to make a you sound. You don't want to make a sound. Lord you knows. don't want to let it That's out at this right. party. So what you do is... Imagine you... it's not your family or friends. It's a business party. So, <laughs> so what you're going to do <laughs> Get is get a little context. there and tighten up your rectum. When you tighten up your rectum, it tightens up your entire Everything, pelvic floor. Everything. The whole thing clenches up. The bonus about doing it that way is that you don't use your stomach muscles to do your kegels. You don't use your thighs and you don't use your big glutes. All you're doing is using that rectum. And it just, it specifically targets Correct. the set of muscles you need. Do you have to do a ton of them every day? No. No. But you need a little sticky in your car. Every time you come to a red light, do some kegels. Do some kegels. Every time you're cooking dinner, do some kegels. Doing the dishes. It just is the perfect way to help yourself be better. You're standing there folding laundry. You hold it for 10 seconds, you release for 10 seconds. You hold it for 10, you release for 10. While you're standing there folding laundry, doing the dishes, at the stoplight, I mean, if you're not sitting in a stoplight for at least... 30 to 60 seconds, then you don't live where we live. I'm just saying. (laughs) So, you know. But it's the easiest thing. And a lot of people just don't know how to do them. They say, I'm doing the Kegels and it's not helping. And then when they find out that's actually how to isolate those muscles, they are completely amazed. And just the diet and the Kegels, a lot of women are going to have less or no incontinence. Just those two simple steps. And you know, ladies are ladies tell me all the time, they're like, oh, when I cough and sneeze, I just cross my leg. I'm, legs. I've always done that. That's how, I, that's how I get through it. I'm like, well, instead of crossing your legs, how about if you do a nice tight kegel? Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? I'm like, exactly. Yes. Do a kegel, squeeze real hard, cough, sneeze, try it. 
Yes. You, and then the next thing you know, you're going to be thinking, holy cow, I don't have to cross my legs anymore. That's right. That's what we're getting you, you to. You don't have to be afraid to cough, laugh, or sneeze. You're out with your friends. You suddenly, you know, it's allergy season. You're sneezing and, oop, a little urine comes That's out. That's right. It is way more common, and it shouldn't be. And we shouldn't have to live with and incontinence. And it's so healthy to not wear pads. Yes. Your vagina needs to breathe. You know, I see these ladies in the mm. office. You know, I, I get ready to do the pelvic floor rehab with them, and I look down, and their vaginas are so irritated red and irritated. It's from the pad. It's from the pad, and it doesn't matter how much you change them. It's, it just is so unhealthy for your vagina. And I know that, you know, probably every pad company in America is going to be mad at us, but I'm okay with that. Yes. If it just helps one lady not have to wear them. Yeah. We had this, this older lady come into the office and I mean, she was older. She might've been in her nineties maybe. And when I tell you about what she was wearing to try to keep herself from leaking through into her pants, she had on a rubber, a outer rubber pant. outer panty. She had on a brief, and then she had on two thick pads all at one time. And all I could think to myself was, "This poor thing." And you know, how could we help her? We had to. We help had to her. help her. So you know, incontinence is a big deal. It's it is. A, it's a money maker. For, yes. you know, the pad companies and the brief companies. Yes. But it doesn't have to be. No. Um, if you want help with it, contact your GYN yes. doctor. Um, there's therapy. Urogynecologist. Urogynecologist. Your gynecologist. Yep. Your urologist. If you don't have those, yep. go to your urologist. And they'll Go to your send, primary yes, care. They exactly. can refer you out. There are other matters. If the incontinence just doesn't get better, we um, our office does what's called pessaries. Yep. And it's a rubber appliance that goes inside the vagina. But again, if the pelvic muscles are not strong enough to hold the pessary in, there's no point of the pessary. So you need to do those Kegels. You need to get the pelvic floor rehab to get those muscles strong enough to hold. There's many different types and sizes of pessaries. Beyond that, there's also corrective surgery, right. which is a bladder sling. There's mesh, um, you know, where they tack everything back up where it's supposed to be. So what Val's talking so, about, and this goes right along with incontinence, Sometimes ladies will say, well, I have a prolapse, but I'm not incontinent. Correct. And that's true. They don't go, one doesn't mean you have the other. Some have prolapses with incontinence. Some Correct. have prolapses and no incontinence. Right. So, so um, a prolapse basically means that the supportive tissue between a woman's bladder and vaginal wall weakens and stretches, allowing the bladder to bulge into the vagina intrudes into the vagina yep. yes so sometimes when you strain the muscles that support your pelvic organs it leads to a prolapse so during childbirth if you are a chronic constipation person violent coughing or heavy lifting these yes. all can give you can a strain. prolapse yes so um, a lot of things happen, too, because your estrogen is decreased. Correct. We talked about estrogen um, before. Yes. And it's so important. When your estrogen decreases during menopause, um, the tissues we have spoken before, they get thinner. Yep. They get drier. Yep. They get more lax. Yep. Um, 
estrogen creams, estrogen um, bioidentical hormone pellets. Um, there's estrogen tablets you can take. There's estrogen tablets you can insert inside your vagina. There's creams that right. you can put on. The easiest is the cream. And we prescribe the cream in our office. And you can also, we it, it gets inserted inside the vagina nightly. It's a tiny, tiny amount. Tiny amount. It helps with um, the tone. It helps. It um, plumps it up and plumps makes it, it back up. Makes it like you're a 20-something-year-old again. And also, if you put it around your urethra, they're two separate areas, it will help with the incontinence. It'll help um, rejuvenate that area to be able to hold your urine better. So it's just... It's not a panacea. It's not going to correct everything, but it's a step in the right direction to help. And a lot of women come in and say, you know, I've never had a baby. I had a C-section. I've, you know, I don't have any children. Why is this happening to me? Because you are built the same way As every, every other woman, woman who is. has a baby. You know, built, so we're all built the same. If you don't do your kegels, mm -hmm. if you don't make sure that you've got good amounts of estrogen. Now, some of you are going to say, yes, but I've heard that it cause, estrogen causes cancer. Well, we've got it on good authority. Yes. The doctor that we work for. Yes. Minimum Minimal amounts, too, that it's you're a using. tiny, tiny amount. Yes. Fits on the end of your finger, the amount, on your you're finger. Gonna, that, the amount that you're going to use. And it is topical. It's not systemic. It's not going into your bloodstream. It's focused directly on your vagina and the outer area of your urethra is where it's going. It's not systemic. It doesn't go through your whole body. So I have... There's not no risk. Right. We don't want to say that. We're not that. saying there's absolutely, absolutely no not. risk. But the risk is very, very minimal. And you want to talk to your GYN doctor. Yes. And because this is a prescription. Is yeah. Any of this estrogen you is completely a prescription. You're not going to be able to, to just somebody. go get it. You yeah. have to go. We're just giving you the avenues and the um, points of discussion to start with your providers. And so many ladies, again, have said... I didn't even know this was a thing. Yes. And it is a thing. It's a thing for so many of Correct. us. And so we're just here because we want this not to be something you've never heard of. Correct. We want this to be something that you that you look at each other and say, I never hey. knew, but now I do. Val and Shannon It's a were funny thing. We night. go out, we have some wine, and then we laugh, and then we have to pee, and don't make me laugh. I'm going to pee. Go see somebody about that. That should be not normal. Right. Even if it happens once in a blue moon, right. it shouldn't happen. If you're laughing that hysterically that you uh, pee yourself accidentally, you must be friends with Shannon and I because <laughs> that's a hilarity level that you would come across. But we've had patients who come in for their annual and we have a questionnaire. Do you leak when you cough, laugh, or sneeze? Oh, yeah, every now and then, but it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. Well, guess what? It's just what I do. Guess what? After this visit today... We're going to give you some information on how not to have that happen. Right. If you get up in the night to go to the bathroom. Over and over. If you're up three or four times, that's, they, an that's issue. a problem. That is a problem. Even if you don't leak, but you're getting up at night. If you urinate more than once every two to three hours, that's a problem. And that is something in and of itself called overactive bladder. Yes. And they can help you. There are you do not prescriptions have to for that. suffer yes. at home no, no. thinking that this is your new normal. I'm just going to go about out and buy all the pads. I can't go out with my friends because I might have to use the bathroom two, three, four, five right. times. I can't go out because I might leak. This I mean, is I, not that's something that should be happening. I had a lady tell me the other day that um, every time she has sex with her husband, she leaks. Well, that's not okay. That's not okay. He probably doesn't think that's okay either. I yes. Mean, 
sometimes. But God bless. He do. loves you and he's not going to say anything. <laughs> he might say something, but he still loves you. So God bless either way. But it's something that needs to be fixed. Addressed. And it can be yes. addressed. And it can be fixed. And there are a multitude of ways to fix it, to address it, to help it get better. Yeah. So. So that's why we started this podcast. We just wanted to kind of go in depth with yeah. this. We're trying to get some friends to come and hang out with us next week. We're working while we on do that. This We're working on because that. we've got some fun things coming up. This was kind of deep. Yeah. Um, so hopefully yeah, you guys whole... are all still listening and think we're just. I mean, Amazing. it's a pandemic. What else have you got to do? You, you're just going to listen to our podcast yeah, and, right? and put your puzzles together. That's right. You're listening to our podcast. And then tell your friend and that then Shannon and Val are pretty cool and they've got that cute That's guy, right. Jeremy. We've never seen him. We've never heard him. We've seen we him. He's, he's adorable. <laughs> the anyway. best producer ever. God bless, Jeremy. Yeah. All, right. All right. So that's it. Um, take care of yourselves. Watch out for the Corona, the COVID-19. Take care of your family. Call your parents. Call everybody you Call love. everybody. Just yes. because. Just chat it, with them. It takes what some time. What else are you doing besides <laughs> listening to our podcast? That's exactly right. Every <laughs> All right. Friday. Every Friday comes I don't know out. why I always have to go high and I sing. don't know. We okay, always do that. We do, do that little saying, I've been Valerie. I'm Shannon. This has been Pink Notes. Notes.